This is Alan with Toon Army Baltimore, a gooner and a toffee walking to a bar. Decided to do a shit football podcast. You're listening to the DU Football Show. What does that say about Alan? Because Alan's dumbass is here on said shit football radio show podcast. Got, it means he's got nothing better to do. Yeah. yeah. What do you, yeah anything to say we're, about that, Alan? We're playing the Colts, so whatever. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> expect to win? Oh, yeah. Let's, hey, everybody. We're live. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight and short. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League or a highly volatile takeover is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the... Pro-Arsenal agenda, drip shack wearing, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you right. doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm hanging in there. This is a new experience, us doing the uh, Facebook Live thing here for everybody. Yeah, it is. It should be fun, though. I'm excited about it. Mel's going to keep a surprise to some of the comments, if they're worth a shit. Yeah. Well, right now we have one person, so we should just be happy we have one. <laughs> hey, that's better than none. <laughs> that's true. It's better than zero. You're right. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you actually have found us already. We're at DU Football Show on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and the old Facebook. I'm sure we have a subreddit that somebody created, but we don't really check that. <laughs> we don't need to know what's going on there. No. And then DU uh, Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email for all of your swag uh jump on to the du drip shack which the link is in all of our bios on the uh on the old socials and patreon.com uh backslash du football show get you injury time and sound check if you sign up to the uh one of the top two tiers excellent very good speaking of that uh-huh. here's a little uh hint uh as to some of the shit that we get up to on there i'm done with season one of ted lasso hey oh. so nice if you want to hear my thoughts about it sign up to patreon <laughs> very good. Very, very so good. So we're almost to the point where we can do the super show with Simon, yeah. uh, Ted Lasso super right. show. How Roy Kentish are you feeling now? Very Roy Kentish. <laughs> I knew He's my spirit animal. I, did we not yeah. tell you that? Hey, red, red carpet. Fuck off. Fuck off. No. Fuck you, off. You Love have it. your Halloween costume now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. Kids, kids, kids. Settle down. We're burying the lead. Or you can always just zoom your ass Woo! in, which is the cases tonight. Our good friend, Alan. Alan, how you doing, brother? One of our good friends. I'm good, man. Uh, it's also uh, Mr. Graham's arch nemesis, uh, soon to replace him. Yeah, right. Um, also one of the hosts of the middle class holes as well. See, I promote your shit. You don't promote mine. I don't promote my own. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alan, d- just remind everybody who you support. Oh, Newcastle United Football Club. You know who it is. Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about the takeover. You know? All it took That's was figuring out some piracy with TV. Who gives a shit about the murders? Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we ought to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we drinking? So we have Michter's Unblended American Whiskey. Uh, this is 83.4 proof. It is absolutely delicious. And it comes in between $49.99 and $54.99 on uh, your local liquor store shelves. Yeah, a lot of your American whiskeys uh, people don't always get because uh, we've talked about it before, how there should be kind of a subcategory a la like Super Tuscan and Italian that yep. allows uh, traditional varietals to kind of have a home. Uh, unfortunately, there isn't a home for really quality made whiskey. So something like... Uh, High West Campfire, which is scotch, bourbon, and rye blended three equal parts, 
gets just called American whiskey. It gets put in the same category as just standard early times. Now, there is some shit American whiskeys out there. This is not one of them. Yes. Uh, but what a lot of houses have started to do, uh, especially craft houses, because barrels are fucking expensive, will reuse their bourbon barrels yep. and just do a second maturation yep. in, in that used barrel, which, because the barrel has been previously used, cannot be called bourbon. Exactly. Um, or rye or, you know, what have you. So it has to be called American whiskey because of that fact. That then, in turn, um, made people start releasing mash bills, which is awesome, which used to be pretty carefully guarded. Yeah. You didn't really know what everybody was doing. Um, so that's been pretty cool. So now you know how much rye content is in that mm-hmm. in that whiskey or, or corn or, or wheat or what have you. What, what are the uh, multiple blends of whiskey that are going into that bottle? Because in the case of, say, something like uh, Michter's, it's multiple... Aged well, this whiskeys. this one says unblended. Okay, an unblended. Sorry, this, this one says unblended. Yeah, uh, my but apologies. Oh, I was it was times, the, yes, the outrider. I was thinking of that. A lot of times, you are correct. Yeah. yeah, and uh yeah, in most instances, it's just really good whiskey that went into a barrel a second time. And what that tends to do to the whiskey is just make it really fucking smooth and really easy to drink. Yeah, it really does. Definitely. Um, all right, excellent, uh, Sam. I shall cheers you from afar this time. That's right. Oh. Y'all want to see how it actually happens? What else, are, what else are we supposed to do? Drink nice. responsibly, guys. How about that? All right. So uh, nothing happened this weekend. Great show, guys. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. This this is, next up is injury time. <laughs> this has been four or five years in the making, correct? It, with specifically the Saudis. Yeah, uh, four years. I four mean. years, yeah. So now uh, the minute Mike Ashley, everybody's favorite owner, and I'm sure you're close personal friend alan uh had purchased the club he's been trying to sell it but he's been shysty and trying to sell at a a higher price and trying to make a huge profit and typically we'll like have someone come to the table and go okay i'll give you 225 million and he'll go great sounds good and then a week later go nah it's 275 now yeah and then they'll go fuck you i'm not buying the club from you and and then move on so real quick maybe something we could talk about at the end very Mm -hmm. quickly that i did see today that makes me laugh as if these people haven't been through enough already mike ashley's trying to buy darby county it sounds like oh my god no (laughs) so we'll talk about it at the end uh just a touch but yeah very that's fucking funny you can't write that so this was two summers ago it was covid summer when it looked like it was gonna happen right and then it all fell apart last minute because of uh uh tv piracy rights right alan yes uh tv piracy rights was the big sticking point uh well i mean that's what everybody knew to be the real sticking point the the i guess the sticking point the premier league put out was the separation of i guess the saudi public investment fund and Mohammed bin Salman specifically mm-hmm. uh, and like the royal family that was I think a, a major sticking point mm-hmm. uh, so there was a lot of different narratives which is kind of weird and kind of, dude this came out of nowhere yeah uh, it really did it was, it was you You reached out to me on Thursday morning you went dude if this happens have me on the show and I'm like what happens you're like they're back they're buying the fucking club presumptuous yeah. Yeah. invites himself yeah. on uh, listen. you're always welcome Alan you're a smooth <laughs> and, motherfucking pen. and look at where we are <laughs> um, so what did he do to, to to get that separation? Change his last name to Trout? <laughs> so <laughs> I think uh, Not wrong. So, oh, the only thing that's been said uh, officially is that there are legally binding documents that expressly say, states that there is a separation between him and the public investment fund and how it will be uh, – how will be affecting like the running of Newcastle United. So I don't know what that means in, in depth. We obviously aren't the lawyers for either side, but something got done. But the thing that moved in the, in the days prior in the week prior was the whole settlement of their world trade organization dispute with Qatar because of them pirating the television streams and shutting out being sports from being in the country. And right. so they lifted their ban on BN and they shut down the, the piracy streams and they came to some other secret settlement with tons of NDAs, of course, with Qatar. And now here we are. They got themselves a shiny new football club. So as I understand it, the Premier League had a problem with the television rights situation. The government had a problem with the fit and proper persons test for 
owners of companies, mm-hmm. basically, that they have this criteria. Some say it is very lenient, <laughs> where you cannot own a company unless you pass this this kind of background check, quote right, unquote, right, if you will. Precisely. So, and that was a problem with the government. So apparently both things with these documents Alan are talking about got rectified um, with the settlement with Qatar and then again with the British government in this man um, owning a football club. Well, that's because they got a pretty uh, white lady to uh, that's English to uh, front everything. Man, that's exactly that's what correct. they did. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I mean, uh, I, I'm not a wildly successful businessman, but I believe that wildly successful business people sometimes get other people to be the faces of things. Uh, and, yeah, that's what they did. They got some Rubin brothers. They got some Stavely and mm-hmm. her her handsome Arabian boyfriend. I think he's Arabian as well. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, man. Watch this from that, Cleveland. They, <laughs> they did it. They went for it. And, and uh, the PL was like, okay, now that, we've, now that all the money's sorted, good to go. How much of is it just a real honest to God hatred of Mike Ashley from everybody where they're just like, let's get rid of this fucking ass hat. That's that's all. It, that's really all it is. Like, it's I mean, I, I, I'm sure there look, there's a, a, a segment of the the Jordy population that is just going to be dumb and, and ignorant about this this whole scenario. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, for most most of us, it is just the pure joy of having that bastard gone yeah. you know and and hopefully just like I, I think I said to somebody when I was posting I was just like dude we get to kind of hope that we have good football again not next you know not next year and for me like fuck the training ground please fucking bulldoze it with the fucking and stadium rebuild yeah. crumbling the stadium the yeah. stadium itself yeah like <laughs> he let the club deteriorate yeah. And that was he, what was that's the lined, concern to all of us. And he lined every single profit in his pocket and never reinvested yeah. any of it back into the club. Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, it was reported that he sat at a pub in Soho in central London for five hours on a bender celebrating this getting done. So he went out as he came that's in, yeah. chugging pints back. Puking in a fireplace. Well, I don't know if he puked in a fireplace, but I'm, I'm sure there was a never-ending pasta dish oh, at, the, yeah. at a nearby Italian restaurant that he was, between pints, coming to refill his bowl. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I do have 100%. two questions from the Facebook Live. Excellent. Uh, first, uh, James wants to know, how long until we have drunk, shammered Graham? I, I got to drive home, so. Right, yeah, so that's yeah. not happening tonight. Not tonight. Yeah, it's not tonight. Uh, John wants to know, Steve Bruce with a trillion-dollar transfer fund, and they still get relegated. I don't think that's a question. <laughs> well, so, that's the other thing. And this may, I don't know if this is on your list of questions or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so forgive me if I'm stepping on this uh, Go, go on right this ahead. Lead. I thought this no, would man, be an interesting place to do. Um, apparently, Steve Bruce has a meeting scheduled, uh, I, I believe it's Tuesday? Right. Uh, or Wednesday okay. has a meeting scheduled with Amanda Stavely and the new owners. And there's a couple of reports coming out of Newcastle. I think the Tribune um, or the uh, Newcastle Chronicle or whatever whatever their paper, their local paper is there, right. is essentially saying that uh, he's going to be sacked immediately. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you ima- I mean, because let's, let's also face it. Newcastle is shit right now. I mean, they have been God-fucking-awful. And if it isn't for, you know... St. Max and Al Marone and and Colin Wilson when he's healthy, they wouldn't be scoring any goals. They'd be fucked right now. So, uh, Mel, you had a question? I have one more. Okay. Um, Smokey, who is different from James, um, wants to know, Aaron Ramsey, first new signing for Newcastle, yay or nay? Newcastle. 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 I say Newcastle. He say, she says Newcastle. No, that's combining um, middle-class assholes and Newcastle. Okay, Newcastle. very good. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's I a good save. Also that's not the name bullshit, of this podcast. That's a good save. Hey, I would take. Yes. <laughs> would, would accept Aaron Ramsey. He'd give you a solid eight games a season. Trust me. Yeah. Just, I just mean, means, so exactly. We can patchwork John, John Joe Shelby's eight games a season. <laughs> and, fuck, you know, I mean, we got we got to work it in. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Hayden and Willick hopefully pick up the slay. Yep. Um, yep. Precisely it. Um, so, um, yes. Let's, let's I go would ahead actually and, take a punt on him. 
So let's go ahead and, and kind of get into it. So yeah, there's suddenly an influx of money, but you also have to remain within financial fair play. Uh, that's something that's affected for now. You know, right? Well, so those are supposed to be being redone. True, because that's affected what my team is currently doing, and why we only why we signed two guys on a free and one guy for less than two million dollars. Why? Because we couldn't afford to do anybody else because we were fucked on the books. And a lot of people just think, and I thought as well the same, when that influx of cash comes in, you're like, ah, fuck it, we're getting everybody now. Uh, no, no. Well, you did. It's just yeah. Big Sam spent it all. Yeah, well, no. Kuman <laughs> first. So let's 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 remember who was yeah. the true master of our demise was Walsh and Kuman. Uh, and he's he's burying Barcelona right now as well. He's not a, had a great few years. So Ronnie K. A, a, a Allen, obviously, there's going to be the assumption that in January there's going to be some kind of a signing. It's going to be some kind of a splashy signing. But how much can you really spend? Where are the finances at currently? Um, I know most of it is in Ashley's pocket, but how does that sit for the but club with you know what they what? can buy? Ram- Ramsey wouldn't be too bad. He wouldn't even have to change the color of his shirt. No, not at all. <laughs> he just wears his Juve shirt. Yeah, it's the same one. We don't even <laughs> we don't even need to switch them out. We have money. Now, so we don't have to do that. We can afford to give him one, but had we picked him up earlier, we may have had to do that. Um, so <laughs> wait, Sam, what was your question? I can't remember. Um, what do you what do you expect to have happen <laughs> in the January transfer window, and what do you expect to have happen in the next summer window? Like, how much mm. spending, and also how much spending can you get away with from what you've already done? Yes, so I mean, uh, so what we've already done is fucking barely nothing uh no we spent like 20 million this summer but excuse me so i think in the january window i I mean you don't go i I wouldn't go crazy do enough to see one i I gotta you gotta see who's managing this Uh, my my inkling is that they get rid of steve bruce they cut loose and they give the uh caretaker to graham jones Mm -hmm. that would um, make sense to see out at least to january i wouldn't Quite frankly, maybe if you know, unless he's botching it, give him the year um, if he wants it. Uh, but a healthy spend in January, January. I don't even think. I think from what I'm hearing in the rumblings is, and hopefully the good things is that it's Premier League experience. It's not, you know, maybe one flashy signing, but nothing. We're not talking hundred million, hundred fifty. Like we're not. That's not where we're going. There's a hundred to hundred fifty million spend in January as needed. Uh, to fill the gaps. And then after that, you know, I, Mike left the club books. Okay. Like we we were not in debt. Like that's the good, the the one thing everyone, every Newcastle fan and any, you know, anybody listening should, will give him, give him a clap because he did save the club. The club was going bankrupt. Well, because he wanted that money for himself is what he wanted. Yeah. So the other thing is part of this, this financial fair play issue in the immediate situation is there is a lot of redevelopment that's going in with with their bid of of the high street in newcastle of mm-hmm. downtown uh near the stadium new hotels new restaurants new you know just real estate development and general right. business development um as with any in any new of, stadium of course. project yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Of that part of the city of course but their manchester city and psg's owners are just over 20 billion rich as it's being reported mm-hmm. Th- this this guy's worth 434 billion or something i think he's the second richest man in the world behind bill gates but Maybe remember third it's not behind his, jeff bezos it's not his money it's the I public money sam it's the public right money right? Right? Okay. Allen, so he's in the top money. five it's not his money that's right I mean, this I mean, guy's in the top also five for roads and <laughs> sewers and plump you know it's all i'm things. saying is it's i've never seen a stain on any one of their garbs okay and they're solid white I assume they can I, afford they can afford the clothes. I you gotta I mean? assume the biggest the biggest goal really at the end of the day, Alan, right now is stay the fuck up. Yeah. First and foremost, that's, because that's a real I would issue. Love it. I would love it. I know it would suck for you, but it would be the <sighs> perfect Newcastle story if they finally got all this money in a fucking championship. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it would. But then there it might totally be a time would. where. Uh, oh no, we'd start to go down one more. No, they're in first place currently. <laughs> Them and Wigan are battling for first they'll, in League they'll, One. They'll fuck it off. Don't worry. For now. Okay, Relax. gotcha. They'll gotcha. fuck it off. <laughs> Relax. Gotcha, gotcha. The only bigger shit show in the Northeast than Newcastle is fucking Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, right? That's true. That's the true. Only- they just look across and go, eh, not Sunderland. <laughs> we <ain't> them. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I mean, I could give you that though. They don't. Uh, I think the Achilles' heel was having to run into Joey Barton's Fleetwood Town every twice a year. 
Yeah. Uh, that's what really did them in. Uh, <laughs> they don't have that anymore, so it's it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, for for me, I think it's a slow build. I think what they're saying, everything they're saying, is the right things, at least from what I've he- heard. They uh, Stavely and and husband, uh, whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not even going to try to butcher the man's name. Fair um, enough. Uh, Stavely and husband, J- is it, the is training ground. Joe, comma uh, Linton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they visited the training ground today uh, and they asked her about it and they were like that's a piece of garbage yeah what is uh, this potato patch <laughs> yeah. she, so hey, Newport County's nicer than this shit yeah, yeah. she was very yeah. blunt about that like I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody at some jackass was like so what about Mbappe uh, and it was like fuck she was like dude we can't bring anyone in here that wants to actually play football because look at this fucking place. Uh, so that's at the top of the list. And that she pointed out very acutely is not uh, susceptible to financial fair play rules. The, the training ground is theirs to spend as much money as they wish. Uh, and that's huge. I think. Yeah. Get but the Alan, I'm back sure. Up and firing. I'm like sure that be. training ground is very well decorated in lots yeah. and lots of Dort yes. Spirect. <laughs> Yeah, it's and that shit's got to stay there for a little bit too. I think to the end of the season. Murdad Gadusi. Yeah, is, is that how you say it? Huh? Bless you. <laughs> His name is Murdad Gadusi, which is funny because it? it sounds like I'm drunk saying that. Er, Murdad Gadusi does. Gesundheit. Murdad's <laughs> Murdad's a, a person. Murdad's <laughs> couldn't think of anything. No. So obviously. Uh, it, it, Alan, it has to be discussed. It has to be. Um, now, I will also say that allegedly someone in London has uh, paved his books with um, allegedly a lot of blood as well. But of course, there are human rights violations and uh, allegations of murder uh, over the head of the not part of the public fund, but he owns the whole country, so he <laughs> owns the fucking public fund. I. I as as a fan base, how do you walk that line? Because you're happy to get the money and you're happy. You want to see your team and club do well. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's one to kind of let the let the excitement die down, and then two, you know, I think as a fan base, you need to be active in pointing out these owners as flaws. Uh, I think that's the unique perspective that we have now as their supporters. So they're mm-hmm. the supporters of the club that they purchased is the platform with you know the uh the nufc trust kind of put together by the fans has done wonderful in, in lobbying for a lot of what happened here mm-hmm. um and i think they need to use that that continued platform to then spin it and look at our ownership and say hey we, we love we love what you're gonna your plans are we love what we're hearing but you also need to clean some shit up uh you know what i mean and I don't, and I'm not bullshit. I I, th- yeah. I truly believe that. That's the that's only us are the supporters of this club. So we have a very unique voice outside of what everyone else in football or right. politics is saying. Right. Um, so I think that's that's got to be critical moving forward. Well, and also you you make his life hell with giving him a hard time about all this all the time. At some point, he'll cut his losses and leave. So he'll either straighten up help build that city and help build that club or he'll get the fuck out. So there, there's mm-hmm. there's a couple different avenues for this and it's it's a very complicated issue. I mean, it, it, it's not complicated to know that this dude's a, a shithead. You know, mm-hmm. killing a Turkish journalist, dismembering him and like mailing pieces of him to his fiance is fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's not okay. It's unacceptable. It is, it is completely unacceptable and absolutely <laughs> abhorrent. But... The fact of the matter is, the guy's rich. He could do what the fuck he wants with his money. And if the British government's not going to step in, the only entity able to stop him, then what are these people supposed to do? Right, right, exactly. all the development promises and all the things that are supposed to happen and the money coming into the area, right? How are these people not supposed to be happy with with what's about to happen to them, the influx of cash that's coming in? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is going to be a major tourist destination now. You know, this place is going to be Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's... And I will say... And and, and that that city, real quick, I'm sorry, that city has been neglected by the British government for years. Mm -hmm. And then by this, you know, fucking twat bag, Mike Ashley, for years... 
How are these people not supposed to be happy? It's very easy to go out of sight, out of mind. That's the Middle East problem. Yeah. Taking care of these people. Are we all never supposed to go to a Live, uh, a live Nation sponsored event again? Because they right. also music wash their money. They don't just sports wash. They also music wash. Right. Are we supposed to not do that? Are we supposed to not, like, where does it, you know, draw the line? It, me purchasing a Live Nation ticket, ultimately, yes, the money does trickle up to them. But how many people here do they employ? <coughs> True. You know, that's like the, the owner of Home Depot, mm -hmm. a bit of a dickhead. But how many times you go to Home Depot, right, and purchase something, and every employee in there could be the complete opposite of what their owner is? I think mm -hmm. And if we boycott that, we hurt them. I think it's ridiculous as well. to expect the individual to take on the case when it should be the government on the top level. Absolutely. And we haven't taken on the Saudi government in, what, oh, 20 years? But there's the thing. They want the fucking years. money, too. Yeah. 20 the, years. the British government want that fucking money also. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's get back to Alan there because he was he had some thoughts on that. No, I, I mean, Graham, Graham said my exact point. It's just it's you you can't. I mean, this is, and this, this this is beyond us. Yeah. And they ignored, like he said, I think that was my greater point, was they that part of the country has been ignored. And I, look, we are not citizens of there. We, you know, we don't live there, but I've been there multiple times. You guys have been over there. It's not news mm -hmm. that the Northeast has been treated differently than the southern portion of the country. Uh, there's you know a reason. I mean? There's a reason why Brexit happened. And it's, exactly. it's areas like that that were like, we're sick and tired of being fucking ignored. Right. Yep. It's why those things happen. Yeah, and if you're part then, of the European Union, you're not paying attention to us. Right. You're doing whatever London and the Southeast needs. Right. Yep. And then you couple that with the one thing that did produce a little bit of more revenue for the city, that produced a little bit of excitement, something that people up there could get behind. You, you kill that for nearly two decades. Mm -hmm. um, and it was bleak. You know, you got, I mean, you saw, I saw, well, I forget what, uh, which Sky reporter uh, got a little choked up and he's not even a Newcastle supporter. He just has covered the Northeast for Sky for years now. And he was like, I just understand what it means. God, who the fuck did he piss off at Sky? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think hey, he's from you know, Glasgow. So they were like, I oh, will just keep you up there. I you hated know? what you said in that meeting. Get your fucking ass on a train. <laughs> Yeah, because the other one's actually a Jordy, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> and to so at think, least that makes some sense. Also, also to think that um, any owner that owns professional sports just about anywhere doesn't have uh, dirt on their hands for something or another. I mean, we we, we jokingly talk about uh, Abramovich at at at, at Chelsea, Fuck but yeah. let's remember. He was a Russian mobster, allegedly. He's a fucking oligarch. Yeah, yeah. They, yep. He's part of Putin's inner circle allegedly. that fucking... Allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, I don't want to die. You're yeah, right. Allegedly. We're on Facebook Live. He's probably watching this right yeah, now we, from the super guy. Yeah, shit. We've he's been talking about his... a, lot of, a lot of Saudi stuff. <laughs> we're probably already off. Bro. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Good thing we built oh, yeah. that bunker in the backyard. Well, and, don't and, let anybody touch you. They might rub some, like, poison shit on and you. And, Alan, you know... <laughs> allegedly, uh, allegedly. Not far from here, recently, the FBI just arrested two Annapolis locals for trying to sell espionage oh, and I know people who know them personally so I think yeah. we're all just Shit. bugged hid, hid subcodes oh, yeah. and PB&Js oh, yeah. baby she was a teacher at key school humanitarian what the fuck does she know that's, that's, that's her a... husband is Navy and works that's... on the nuclear subs Ooh, and tried to sell, sell plans tried to sell uh, information to a country but the FBI was you know that country they were undercover the whole time and the funniest part from the story is that they were putting these SD chips and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and leaving them in West Virginia you know what else would be a really Newcastle thing and very funny mm. yes is if they think it's the Saudis doing it but it's really the FBI and then now that <laughs> Joe Biden's president we actually defund the police <laughs> And then they don't Imagine. have the budget. They have less money than Mike Ashley did. You know what? Uh, That's amazing, and I can't believe they could come up with a simpler plan, but, you know, whatever works, dude. Whatever works. Yeah, it's like, that's a lot of work. That's that is lot. so that's funny. That's, somebody that's somebody quickly call Alex Jones. He's got his new storyline. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Stretch off the Facebook Live last night. <laughs> soccer podcast talking about defunding the police in Newcastle. It's happening. It's happening. Please buy my vitamins because we got to keep this boat afloat. We can't do it without you. 
while you're at it, please visit the DU Drip Shack for all your Drip the Shack needs. Uh, shameless plug. Get your own Dort Spirec t-shirt. Dort Spirec. Incorrectly, we have a Dork Spirec t-shirt, pillow, face mask. And so far, I've not received a season desist. There's a whole bunch up there. Thank goodness. I love it. He we doesn't have even a care anymore. new T-shirt that will be debuting next week. Oh, no. all Russ, right. Russ helped me design it. Yeah, apparently oh, HR is going to do something that's going to annoy me. And he's HR, <laughs> so I can't fucking talk back. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very annoying. The Highly annoying. Lawyers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so it, you know, it's it's a tough thing. But how, the, the individual supporter, what are they supposed to do, right? I mean, yeah. they have no say, no control over that mechanism at all mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that it, and this dude uh uh ben solomon salmon uh trout he will die at some yeah. point we all will yeah newcastle will still fucking be there their supporters will still fucking be there absolutely so you can't you can't uh, we have that problem here yeah. Look, Kroenke's a cunt bag. Yeah, look absolutely. At, mm-hmm. Yeah, look at fucking the owner of the Clippers before he had to sell it to the guy from Microsoft. The old, the old, the, foot, uh, super the old racist football team, and and um and a, a slumlord. Schneider essentially whored out his cheerleading oh, yeah. squad. Schneider's a pimp. <laughs> like, Jerry Jones is a racist. Yeah. I mean, let's not pretend. It's not a uniquely European issue. No, oh, there's, there's you know there's a lot of these people didn't make this money by being super nice guys. No, you know. No, they, they, they made it by being ruthless dickheads that are willing to step on fucking anybody to get what they want, whether that be through poor housing conditions and all that yeah. kind of stuff or, you know, whatever, or corporate espionage, you know. I mean, let's not pretend the blood is on just sports hands. All of you right now are probably watching this on an iPhone or something made in China. China. By little children's hands. You're probably wearing something. That was made in India or Thailand by child labor. Well, you know, all of these little well, microchips. They're, they're, they're small fingers. They're able to we do the threading do the micro very nicely. With our big I, I, prefer that. I mean, it sucks. It doesn't mean we shouldn't work hard to change those systems and to make everything better. But we also can't spend, waste our time pointing fingers at... <laughs> At this, when nobody's innocent, nobody. The other thing, nothing ever. If if all you do is sit and call stuff out, nothing actually gets done. Right, right. You at some point have to still live your life. Yeah. And there's no way around the the tentacles of these people at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking Mm -hmm. way around it at the moment, and that's what we got to do. So one other thing that has happened, the uh, this this story, uh, I believe didn't necessarily get the right representation it should right as the ownership group was making the takeover uh the entire premier league uh had uh kind of wanted to block it or or wanted to they didn't want to block it they wanted to protest it and the reason why they wanted to protest it everybody's thinking oh the human rights no it was just actually they didn't like that they were doing it during the middle of the season they were like what the fuck why are you throwing it on us like this what the hell's going on like yeah yeah okay go ahead protest it what what is protesting done yeah, not a fucking thing. Action. So- <laughs> Do something about it then. Have a vote. Block the sale. Mm. The other 19 clubs had a responsibility. They had, If they really didn't want these cunts in there, yeah. they had a responsibility to get it done, and they didn't do it. From what so I'm gathering... Thing, so you don't I'm, care. From what I'm the gathering, the story issues. was not that they were even trying to block it, that they were just pissed that it was during the season while games were being played, like this is something that should happen in the transfer window. And I think they were, that's virtue signaling bullshit. Yeah, it is. Oh, it totally is. But know, know that that's what happened. It's, But it's not It's not what we think it is, is the key thing to note on that. Now, Alan, is here's a few things. Is this 100% final? Is it done? There isn't a way Ashley can fuck this off, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, not that I'm aware of. It's, it's uh, shares have been transferred uh, it would take a lot of undoing, I think. There would, there would be some legal legal ramifications, I believe. So, no. Uh, we're, yeah, we're good to go. fucking hands chopped off. I was going to say, the last one, the, yeah. the, the last time, time he, he, he the last time he made a quick $50 million off of it when it all fell through. Right? You know, if he got his hands he, chopped he off, he could just have two circle plastic yeah. things that he could double fist pints with. I heard. He made, yeah, he made, Alan, yeah, he made talk a about 300 that. mil. Yeah, talk about that? that first. Talk about that first time it all went down. Uh, what Ashley ultimately got out of it, which was fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, he gets three hundred mil straight up. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure just like legitimately straight up like here, take your money, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets the rest. He gets the rest of the year of uh, sports direct signs all over the stadium. So those get to stay, which is great. Um, everybody loves that. And that's, uh, that's, I believe been estimated at 20 million worth of advertising that he pays the club 1 million for. Right. Um, yeah. That's if you didn't know that that's been a long running thing ever since mm-hmm. they've been up there. Uh, he pays the club a million bucks. Right. For, for, for what is roughly 20 million worth of advertising. Did, right. did he end up keeping, um, did he get it another initial down payment? Since the original paperwork didn't go through and the original deal never happened, remember he pocketed twenty seven million off of that. Did yeah, he, yeah. Did he get another I, down payment, non refundable? I, I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't seen anything about it. What I think they were just dickhead. like motherfucker. Here, take this. So what a just fucking just, dickhead. So just take it. Take it outright. Yeah. Besides saying, um, I because this is the kind of shit he likes to say in interviews. Um, I was probably a shit owner and probably set the club back uh, 10 years. Um, and uh, to uh, uh, allude to you, is that pretty much what he said so far? Has he even come out with a single yeah. statement? Yeah, he had a statement, um, a pretty a pretty good bit about how he always he always had the best interests of the club <laughs> at heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, the club, a fucking comedian. The club to he be threw, profitable, he threw so in those a, profits he threw in went a little in his jab. pocket. He threw in a little jab about uh, turning down a higher offer for the club, but he didn't say from who or like from who? what. Oh, exactly. Putin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's it a line draw. Like that. He draws the line at Putin. He, you know, he has the money because he, sa- he saves money on shirts. Because <laughs> yeah. he only rides horses topless. That's true. I, I know that's, that's the good. thing you admire most about him. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty fit I dude. Mean, be honest for you're gonna ride a horse right <laughs> top you know it. credit where credit's due okay yeah probably a small um, wang but that's all right third wang so uh yeah, by the way that's that's actually a very important question here for you alan is how uh, big's your wang bro no last week <laughs> huge now i mean a gentleman never tells, but we we know we we know he's he's backing down. It's a fucking he's, tripod. He's a stud. Come on, you a gentleman, Sam Houston. <laughs> I, he was talking I about am, me, Melissa. I was talking about Alan being a gentleman, not me. But uh, what is Alan a gentleman, Sam Houston? Alan, did you appreciate Always. last week's hard-hitting analysis where we just talked about the Wang and didn't really mention your club at all, except for the uh, our one uh, Twitter person that uh, predicted that Hendricks was going to score? Uh, I didn't even know that we were there was a match that involved us last week. It was just swang. That's just swang all over the place. That's all it was. Well, there was, was nothing else for me. Fest. If, if given, swang everywhere. If given the choice, what would you talk about, Alan? I mean, wang. 100%. Sure money. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for sure money. This is where we come up with sure fire. Very hard-hitting, guaranteed bets to come in. And uh, we hope you follow that and, advice. And, and how did we all do uh, the last one? We all lost. We all lost. Uh, yeah. I am, though, still up $384. So okay. I'm going to just take that win for myself. Okay. Uh, you know, give myself a, a wee clap. Uh, but, Alan, uh, I, un- as I understand it, you have a pseudo bet. You didn't actually look it up. You just you guaranteeing something is going to happen this weekend? Yeah, I'm saying we're going we're gonna to beat Spurs. We're going to beat Spurs on Sunday. There you go. All right, that is at plus 240. Now, okay. everybody, I would like to note that the last time that uh, Alan was on this show, he predicted uh, while hosting with me that Newcastle <laughs> would beat Everton 2-1. to one. And, uh, Alan, what did Newcastle do? I don't remember. They beat honestly. Everton 2-1, to one, you fucker. You know exactly what happens. <laughs> you well, know exactly what happens. Hey, man, it happens. Ha- I get lucky uh, every now great. and then. You're like the fucking Oracle, bro. <laughs> All right, Sammy, what do you have, my friend? All right, so I am down uh, $245. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. And 16.66666667% of the time, it works 100% of the time. Alan, he knows what's the fuck's up. He knows what's up. Facts. That's, yeah, yes, exactly. That's normally where I need you to back me there, my kid. Facts. I do. Um, Logical bets have not worked, so uh, I'm stepping into the parlay game, Sammy. Yeah, get in. Because uh, clear, clearly... Step in, the water's nice. Just, <laughs> assuming that a team that's better than another team will beat them 
doesn't apparently work so far. <laughs> so I am taking two road teams. I'm going to take Leeds to beat Southampton and Brighton to beat Norwich, and that will win me four hundred and eighty-eight dollars and get me out of the uh, out of the red. Hmm. That's actually not terrible. Which means it's definitely going to fucking miss because that's how it has gone all season for me so far. Right. I gotcha. All right. Well, because it's late, of course, we, we started recording a bit late because I had my daughter's soccer game. Uh, we only got an email from old Pat, so I will go ahead and read that out now. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Pat writes in, hey guys, sorry for not calling in, but I started drinking Friday and never stopped till Monday afternoon. So I'm <laughs> passed the fuck out right now. I don't know, surprisingly good spelling with no typos there. Yeah. Even well, though he's asleep. He's he's a fucking degenerate. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, this weekend has one game that popped out. Manchester United is just even money for a win, so I'll gamble 100 to win 100 against Leicester City. I know that seems like an easy win, but that's just what I need. You guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you next Monday. We'll uh, we'll talk about it on injury time, but that's a very interesting match because both teams desperately need the points They're in that match. In a, a, neither team is in a great neither, way at the moment. Neither team at all. Like this is both managers could be in trouble if one of the two of them lose. It's you know it's it, that's a big game. Yeah, definitely. All right, so for my guaranteed parlay. Sure uh -huh. money right here. I'm going for a three-way parlay, of course. Liverpool over Watford, Brighton over Norwich, and Arsenal over Palace. That will get me, add to my coffers, <coughs> plus 370. I'm slightly annoyed that the two games that you picked, sir, mm -hmm. have better odds yeah. than my three, three game, yeah. Yeah, which oh. is kind of annoying. So should I win that, <laughs> I will be up to $754. Very good. Very good. So, I mean, that's it's it's an okay segment. Alan, you've done the segment before, right? You know? It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was better when I did it, I know. I mean, right? We're, we're spot on there. Yeah, I mean, it's got no, it's got no uh, pizzazz right now. But, you know, whatever. It gets the job done. Hey. No you, pizzazz. I'm the only one without a sound drop, fuckers. Hey. You've never asked for one. Alan, you know what has pizzazz? <laughs> Fucking chicken. <laughs> Well, Kitty sits at two and four and seemed awoken and spiritual after her trip to Peru. So, Did a little ayahuasca trip, Alan. Well, I'm not oh, divulging nice. any of her secrets. Uh, so this week, I gave Kitty Man City hosting Burnley. Mm. So she quickly showed me a picture of her. You ready for this one? Uh-huh. With Kevin Hart an ice cube oh, from shit. the set of Ride Along 2. Well, oh, Ride Along 2, not the first Ride Along. Huh? That's interesting. Now, we know that Kitty has multiple producer credits in Hollywood, but what you may not know is both Kevin and Ice Cube love them some Man City. Mm. So it looks like sit, uh, Kitty is betting on a city win over the Clarets. I, I guess Kitty must have, like, expendable income to go ahead and uh, put up the front to uh, ride along, too. But then, of course, we're all mouth breathers, so I'm sure that that I mean, did great at the box office. Do you, do you think that Kitty's city bet is kind of shitty? It could be, but but it's it's Kitty's world, man. We don't we don't ask questions. Just accept that Kitty knows what she's doing. No, but you know what we do ask? What do we do? We do ask everybody to please, 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 please. I'm talking to you again, Pat. Please gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner. I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh no! Priceless. <laughs> what a transition. That, I mean, yeah. Alan, Alan, I know we hate when she makes fun of Rebecca Lowe in that voice, but I mean, it's priceless. It Alan, works. Alan, do you it want me to make yeah. some uh, quality drops like that for uh, middle class holes? You can, yes. Please do. I mean, that is some quality producing that's, right there. That's good stuff. I mean, anything to break up that shite conversation. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, Promote no, the hey, show, dickhead. Hey, they gave us guilt bacon. They gave us guilt bacon. They did give us guilt bacon. <laughs> you know? That was pretty good. Guilt bacon. I, they, I, we come up with some stuff every now and then. That's not we bad. do not market ourselves well. Well, really, the so. Germans came up with it. You were just the medium by which it was delivered. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, sometimes you need that, you know? So the championship was off. 
Right, of course. Because of the international break, of course. But we do have a couple of interesting matches. Uh, uh, this coming weekend, West Brom take on Br- uh, Birmingham. Sorry, mm. I almost said Brighton. Uh, Fulham and QPR are going at it, so another near top of the table West clash L- and there. West London Derby. Yep, at West London Derby as well. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Um, Bristol City take on Bournemouth. Uh, Bristol's right up there at the top right now. I think they're in fourth. Knott's Forest take on Blackpool, who, if I remember correctly, had a pretty decent result last time out. Mm-hmm. And Sheffield United take on Stoke. And Stoke are also near uh, the top of the table as well. Who? Sheffield United. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do take on the Potters. And Swansea play Cardiff. Lovely. Very good. Very good. Well, that's uh, going to wrap it up, boys and girls. First and foremost, Alan, thank you so much for joining us, motherfucker. You are smooth. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I always love joining. And we had a good reason to talk, at least for me. Yeah, we did. And, you know, we are always, always just pushing the envelope to eventually replace Graham. It's very simple. I know. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So, uh, real quick, Alan, plug away. Tell us about your show, all that good fun stuff. Uh, You know, the middle class holes. uh, We're just fucking some guys. Talking some stuff on some microphones. That's what you you Uh, came out with? (laughs) We're just fucking some guys. Very well done, Alex. We're just some guys, you know. Wait, hold on. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe some of that too. You never know. (laughs) No. Uh, Me, my buddy Wes, my good friend Murr, the mailman. Uh, he, you know, we, we like to talk about hot topics, current events, sometimes some politics, sometimes not. Uh, we like to shit on you for thinking about even creating or wanting or watching TikToks about fake vaccination cards. If you do that, you're a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so know that that's an announcement on this podcast as well. But of course, you could follow us. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at MDL Classholes, middle for short, and we are the Middle Classholes on Facebook. Excellent. Now, when it comes to TikTok, Uncle Roger, a okay, Uncle Daddy, Roger. Da- yeah, exactly, Uncle Roger, uh, Uncle Roger, and, uh, and Daddy Rocca, because you know we fucking. We fucking because it's mad elegant, most elegant, so elegant, the most elegant, most elegant, and 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 of course, and of course, the life and times of one Miss Helen Cumlicker, socialite. (laughs) Yeah, you. I had never seen that until I think you said it to me, and that is probably one of the finest characters. It's so good. It's so good. The the best one was still the uh, when there was the GameStop thing. She in, in it. She goes. Who told the pores how the system works? <laughs> the Jeez. funniest line ever. <laughs> Graham, if you have not watched some of these, you should. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> I send him lots of stuff, and then uh, then we have our new guy that uh, licks the side of the shot glass, which is fucking hysterical. That guy is fucking very, out of control. That is very he's a, funny. He's a fucking lunatic. Uh, <laughs> TikTok is comedy gold, man. It really is. It is a good way to waste three hours. It really is. So. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Graham, any parting words? Yeah, um, I have one cunt to call out, and that is Mike Ashley. Ah, yes, very fitting. I'll move the video up to the D-back head. Mm-hmm. Right after you seal a deal where you profit over 300 million pounds, you would probably do better after a five-hour session to tip your barmaid more than five pounds. Oh, fuck off. Now, I know tipping isn't really a thing in the U.K., <laughs> But you're the 300 million pound man. Yeah. You should do better than five pounds. You, you just came into a few quid. You can throw a few extra. It's not that fucking hard. What a dickhead. Oh, my God. That's terrible. What an absolute He's, dickhead. Wow. That's, now, I am a little nervous about the lack of material. You know you're mm. bad. The lack of you guaranteed make material. Look good. Yeah. The very. I mean, did you see that Newcastle supporters dancing outside the stadium? For hours, just yeah. down in cans of Guinness and Tisky. <laughs> Come on. The, yeah. So I'm a little nervous about the void of content we're going to have because he doesn't own a football club. So kind of hope he buys Darby a little bit, a little yeah. piece of me. Oh, that'd be fun. But that would be fun. They're actually not yeah, I mean, very far away from the, for sport, talking. the Sports Direct uh, headquarters is not far from Darby. It's only about a 45-minute uh, drive. Oh, even better. From what oh, I'm told. perfect. Yeah. So that's it. That's Excellent. it. I'm a little nervous about the void of content because it's been, you know, whenever we're short, it's very easy to just pull up one of the Newcastle newspapers. <laughs> All right. That's that is true. Fair. I mean, that's fair. 
Just look in the back pages. I think you'll find something good. Oh, look in the back dumpster. Maybe find a reporter. He'll, well, he, he'll do. Uh, Ashley will do something. It's too soon. <laughs> too Boom. soon. In your face. I mean, you might not find the whole reporter, just the hand. Oh. Oh. The, oh now, let me ask you a question. Yes. Technically. Uh-huh. Even though you're writing it, it's delivered words. If they were mad at it, would they cut your tongue out or cut your hand off since it was written? I think your hand still goes. I thought the, I thought yeah. the hand was for stealing. Mm. I think it's symbolic. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. The tongue is if you like. Something just what was the boondock saying? It's the symbology here. Symbolic. What's the, the symbology here? <laughs> Sam Graham, someone that thinks the movie Boonzock Saints aged well. That's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, next up is Injury Time, where we're going to preview the next weekend's action, catch up on a couple of our uh, favorite clubs in the Scottish Premier League and League One, and we're also going to talk about the beers that we've been drinking all night. Should somebody want to find Injury Time, Sam, how does one go about doing it? Very easy. Of course, it is www.patreon.com backslash dfootballshow. Uh, and just sign up to one of the top two tiers, and we may have some new stuff coming. We put a little poll out, try to figure mm -hmm. out what, you know, we might retool some things. So take Nudes. a look at that. People and, uh, asking for too much shit is what they're asking for. And yeah, the idea shit. is to make it easier, not more. <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, here's like 20 more things you can do for us. No, motherfuckers, we're trying to make it easier on us. Yeah, no problem. We'll add $150 tier every yeah, month. Not exactly. Um, Jesus. But yeah, so Jesus. just uh, just check that out for right now. Sign up to one of the top two tiers. You get all our extra content, uh, which is, of course, injury time and uh, sound check. So it's pretty cool stuff. Hey. Tasteful nudes. That's my vote. Oh, tasteful nudes. You, yeah. I come on. You already got your Valentine's Day uh, hey, video from listen. last year. Well, hey, hey, uh, Alan. This year you'll get a Thanksgiving video because we like. Oh, fuck yeah. We like to give. They, Shirtless nice. Houston feeding Graham <laughs> turkey. They, and there, you the know words we, we like to give have never sounded dirtier. <laughs> you know what they say. You know what they say. Yeah. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yep. <laughs> and, and when we do those videos, Graham's working overtime. <laughs> uh, everybody on Facebook Live, thank you so much for joining us. This is something we're going to kind of look into possibly doing in the future. Just wanted to kind of do yeah. a trial run and see how it all turned out. And, uh, you know, we're going to go record in Still download and listen to the fucking show. Yes, yeah, still <laughs> listen to the show, please. Um, and outside of that, everybody, till next week. Good night. Fucking Gooner Graham, Snow the Malort, the straight and shorts.